this episode is dedicated to Takeru Kobayashi. <laughs> and viewers like you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the season three, I think, finale of the No Spin Dash Zone. I forgot the name of our show for a second. <laughs> oh my, I, we asked if you were prepared with an intro, and you were like, nah, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> And then over the course of that, I forgot what our show was called. Uh, welcome to the, the season three finale of the No Spin Dash Zone. My name is Isaiah. I am the Charlie. And I'm Steven. Thanks for joining us. And just like the last couple season finales, we're going to do something a little bit different from normal. Instead of talking about a single Sonic game, we're going to talk about all of the Sonic games that we've already talked about. Wow. I, I, <laughs> a trip down memory lane, if you will. Uh, did we want to talk about Sonic Freeriders first, though? Okay, yeah, so for a little aside, I'm, I believe we've mentioned this actually numerous times over the course of this past season because it's a bit of, like, an outlier. But Sonic Freeriders is the Xbox Connect game that is a sequel to obviously zero gravity it's the the final sonic riders game and you play it with like the connect so you've got all these weird motion controls and stuff so we wanted to play it like all together so that we didn't have to buy three xboxes <laughs> and three connects <laughs> and three copies of sonic free riders um but it's not exactly the optimal time to get in a room with your friends and get sweaty on the same you know in the same close vicinity so we're gonna like hold off on it for a little while until things make more sense and we will maybe just slide it in at some other point or perhaps we'll finish our list of games and then go back and, and take care of it we're gonna have but, we're gonna have a special episode dedicated to it yeah rather it'll than be, putting it in the timeline you you can think of it as like the OVA or the direct to DVD <laughs> the lost sequel episode. to the For some yeah. reason I went it's the AU. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's the alternate universe where we gave enough of a shit to figure this out. <laughs> the alternate universe where we produce an episode for free writers and no other episodes. Are we going to are we going <laughs> to just pretend that at the time that we played it we hadn't we like we didn't play any of the episodes that would have come out afterwards? I mean we we can if that sounds funny. <laughs> I guess I guess we'll see when we get to it. Yeah, honestly, I highly doubt that you'll remember that bit by the time we get there. But guaranteed, we'll I will not. But knowing me, I will come up with that bit a second time. That sounds very possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, all right. Uh, so the next thing we were gonna do is we were gonna talk about our favorite sages in this this section of Sonic games. Yeah, so specifically we've each brought a, a top five of sorts to the table. Um, I was thinking that maybe we do, like, we each do our fifth favorite game, game, stage, and then fourth favorite stage, and so on and so forth. Alright, that sounds good. And as a note, we worked towards, uh, oh, that doesn't make any sense. We had a couple of rules going into this. The first one was that we didn't want to have any duplicates between the three of us. Like, we actually wanted to make sure we had 15 stages. And I believe there was actually only one particular crossover between Charlie and I, and we can get to that when we come to it. But 
we didn't have to alter our lists too heavily to meet that stipulation. And then the other stipulation was that we only wanted to pick one stage per game because we didn't want to just talk about like how cool some of the stages and Sonic Colors look. Yeah. So without further ado, who wants to take us away with their fifth favorite stage? Charlie, hit it. Wow. You got me on the back burner. <laughs> Do I start from five or I start from one? We start from uh, five. Four, five. Five. I put Tropical Resort from Sonic Colors because... I don't know. It's a good intro stage. The music is nice. It's nice to look at. It's definitely... I really like the way you start a game and it's just immediately like, all right, play Tropical Resort. Like, immediately. Oh, yeah. Like, there's not much cutscenes beforehand. Oh, right. No, they literally they literally don't even give you a cutscene. You yeah, just start yeah. there and then they give you, like, the exposition that would exist before that stage. After. Yeah, Tails is like, remember that elevator? Or Sonic is like, remember that elevator that we went on? And Tails is like, don't remind me. And then, or and then something. it flashes back to the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> Some top quality writing, but I do like the way you hit new game and immediately you're playing the game. That just yeah. feels really nice. And it's it's sort of like a stress free environment to figure out how to play the game because like even the enemies that are there, they'll only hit you if you walk directly into them. Well, and doesn't it have that thing where, like, instead of enemies that you homing attack to the first time, you just get to homing attack balloons the first time? Oh, yeah, that's true. So you get to get used to, like, some of the physics jumpy stuff if you're not a big 3D Sonic person. Yeah. Well, and especially because homing attacks in that game preserve your momentum instead of bouncing you straight upward afterwards. Yeah. You could say that Sonic is gaining momentum. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's... I will not. (laughs) Uh, my fifth favorite stage was Crisis City from Sonic 06, uh, because I think, and I think a part of it is by the time I got to that stage, I was just kind of used to the game's jank a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's it's also a very visually appealing stage. It's it's a really like audiovisual appealing stage because it's it's the the part in the game, uh, in in Sonic's game where I feel like the the music is most cohesive. You have like sections of the song that like flow between each other really well, uh, and then also like each section like makes sense that like oh I finished this now I'm doing this and it's visually different but like still like sort of the same game mechanically. Um, I I don't I think towards the end is is when you have that like high speed section. But it's such a long stage aside from that, that like, like by the end of it, you feel a little worn out, but in like a positive way. I don't know how to describe that experience. Well, it's like meant to be harrowing as a stage. So it kind of makes sense that it like it wants to wear you down, but it's not in the way that the rest of the game wears you down. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's like that whole stage is a journey. And by the end of that journey, you're, you're tired but, like, is because you were on a whole-ass journey and you were enjoying that. Yeah, also it's cool when, like, chunks of the city fall apart. That is also pretty good, yeah. You get tired, but then you realize you have to keep on running for, like, infinitum. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a tornado, some cars are flying around. It's a good time. You could say there's the tornado's like, carrying the cars. You could say that, yeah. <laughs> you would be correct, because I think that's what happens. Carnado. <laughs> Aren't there, like, bats, too, or something? There's, like, demons, aren't there? I mean, yeah, there's the there's the Iblis creatures or whatever you call them. Yeah. But those okay, are everywhere. Not, yeah, but for some reason I only remember them in Crisis City. Because they there's fit the theme. There's also 
the cave place with the, those guys. Yeah. Oh, well, they yeah. they appear in some. I think. Well, maybe it's just the purple ones that appear in the regular stages. You see them. You see them in some other stages, but they're more prominent in the the ruined future stages because they actually fit very well. Yeah, they like overrun the territory. It makes sense. I might be I might be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure Crisis City doesn't have the like, all right, stop play as a different character and try and figure out how they play and accomplish something much more slowly. Uh, you do for Silver. For Silver, yeah. Uh, well, Silver's version of Crisis City is not the one that's on my top five list. <laughs> okay. Because well. I do not feel as positively about Silver's gameplay it sucks that silver is the coolest sonic character (laughs) and and yet the worst gameplay so my fifth favorite stage of this segment of sonic's chronology is central city from sonic chronicles the dark brotherhood now i don't know if anyone's confused by this but i actually just really (laughs) like the the visual layout of the city and I like that the city sort of encompasses a couple of neat areas. It's got Tails Hideout, which is like a fun and interesting place to me thematically in the game because like Sonic has to come to this point and like getting to Tails Hideout actually has like quite a bit of build up to it. And it feels like awkward and interesting when Sonic runs into Tails after, you know, the period of time that he's been gone. And then I also like that the gun commander just has like a giant like computer office in the middle of the city I, yeah. I just like all the little like set pieces around and then it's fun that you get to explore the roofs after you like unlock the various mobility skills and stuff like that like it's it's a place that you come back to during the first half of the game a lot and there's just more to it than there was last time there's lots of these secret little hideouts that have fun things to unlock it's a neat area. I like that the the gun soldiers and officers in that in that like city are just kind kind of bad. Yeah, well, and there's one that you have like a little side quest with, or at least like a dialogue tree. I don't remember if it actually like comes to any fruit at any point, but you have like a fun little dialogue tree with them. There's like the guy that that is by the big computer. I swear, reading his dialogue, he's like, "Listen, I could solve your problems, but I'm trying really hard not to be a major character in this game." <laughs> I don't think he ever says that. He but. doesn't say that, but that's the vibe that I get from him. Yeah. He's like, lick. <laughs> lick. Don't, all right. Let me, let me try that again. He's oh, like, boy. look, I don't want you to see my character portrait, like, often enough for us to have to make a second portrait with a different facial expression. So you should just leave. <laughs> He's uh. like, the boss sends his regards or whatever. <laughs> look, I don't want to lick you. <laughs> Sonic, I know I I've, I've seen those eyes before. I know what's on your mind, but Oh my. We need to keep our distance. And also Rouge is there. <laughs> well, well, when is she not? Exactly. Uh every game afterwards. <laughs> well, she got him. I get yeah. She's kind of in in generations and yeah. DS colors. Well, everyone's in DS colors. They got the band back together. They did, that's true. Well, that's kind of what gener- eh, forget it. I don't care. so yeah i like central city from sonic chronicles i think it's a nice portrait that they drew and i think that they explored the space well i think it's probably the best area from that game yeah well Uh, charlie what's your what's your number four yeah my number four is rooftop run day specifically uh the 
HD version. It's yeah. a nice level. It's it's just kind of nice seeing everything. It's a nice European city to go around and wreck house. I don't particularly yeah, have much else to say, but I think that stage is like a really good mix of like not very difficult and very exciting. Like there's enough happening that you're always like looking ahead to see what's next. And it's it's a stage that really encourages optimization because there's a lot of places where you're like, oh, if I go this route, I'll like do faster. Um, <laughs> do faster. I'll do. I'm good at talking today. There's also like Charlie said, a bunch of stuff to run into, like the boxes and the, oh, uh, yeah. the food stands and stuff that make it, it. Well, and there's like tables and chairs that you can run through, right? <laughs> yeah. As well, like there's just a bunch of stuff to knock into that doesn't actually like hurt you at all. So it's like fun to just be like a dumb speed hedgehog. It's a it's a really fun stage. It's a nice inviting area. And it's got that bright blue sky too. It does. You can't undercut that. So so my number four is I like it for very similar reasons. It's Speed Highway Act Two or Modern from Sonic Generations. Um and I, I feel like it has that like really, really pleasant mix of like it's not too easy, it's not too hard, but you get to go fast a lot of the time. Very few things make you slow down and do like precision platforming. But I, I feel like specifically the one of the reasons I really like the stage is that I feel like it it understands the spirit of the original Speed Highway and blends it with the like current modern Sonic gameplay uh, really effectively. Uh, I feel like... Um, like City Escape uh, tries to do the same thing, but the the two gameplays don't really mesh as well. Whereas I feel like this one goes, okay, the original Speed Highway was really linear and had a lot of like sections of going fast and running on walls and like homing attacking from place to place. So we're gonna do that, but at like four times the speed, and it's just <laughs> like just very pleasant to experience. Is it my turn? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if any of you guys have any thoughts on that. I did just speak for like a minute and a half straight. I would like Speed <laughs> Highway in Generations more if it had more of what I liked about Speed Highway and Sonic Adventure. Uh, what's that? Uh, that the at dawn music part instead of just kind That's of, oh, it almost yeah. looks like it's dawn, but it's just more, uh, you're going to run around a loop <laughs> for a while until you figure out what the hell you're actually supposed to be doing. <laughs> I like that Charlie was like, there's a section of the game that's missing that sort of completes the narrative, and Steven was like, cops. <laughs> Bad. Do they, do they have the cops in the, the modern version? Yeah. They're always okay. in there. You can't escape the cops. <laughs> no, but you can homing attack them. I guess you're that's right. That's assault. That's assaulting an officer. You're going to jail. All right. Let's, let's move Shadow on. Shadow knows all too well about that one. Yeah, but Sonic was the one who got thrown in jail, not Shadow. That's true. Yeah, because Sonic has to pay for his actions. You can't outrun your past, even, Sonic. Even though there's someone, yeah, even though there's someone else's. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I picked Windmill Isle Day, and specifically, I like the standard definition version. But like, I like the stage visually enough in both games that I think like that stands on its own. And then when it comes to the standard definition version, I just like how simple that stage is. It makes the alternative routes very clear to you. And it's very clear to you how you're supposed to, like, do the stage as fast as possible. But, like, you don't feel too heavily penalized for just taking the easy route, either. Yeah. 
and I just felt like it was a really, really comfortable, warm space to learn how to play Sonic Unleashed in in both iterations of the game. Yeah, I agree completely with that. I think it's I think it's funny that with so far we've sort of like trended more towards the like the earlier stages in a game. Yeah. Well, Crisis City. <laughs> yeah, Crisis City is is certainly an exception to that. Sonic usually opens with a bang. Yeah, for sure. Usually for better, occasionally for worse. <laughs> well, it's I mean games in general tend to start really strong and then drop off in quality over time. And I think Sonic definitely does that, but not necessarily in a way that makes the end of the game bad. Like, it just I, it just starts as strong as possible. Sometimes they throw a giant truck at you. I mean, usually they throw something at you. Yeah. Like, especially after Sonic Adventure, it was just like, what if what if a thing chased them in the first level? Yeah, I, I, there was a certain game. point where they were like, what if it's just a whale every single time? <laughs> Do you mean just 06? 06 and Generations, and I get, to be fair, Generations was just like, do you remember yeah. the whale? It's the whale again. Uh, by the way, the whale is not in the first level in Generations. That's true. Uh, Sonic Heroes had uh, discs. Yeah. Doesn't it also have a whale? I don't remember at all. I know it's got a crocodile later. Anyway, Ch- Charlie, what's your number three? All right, my number three is Crisis City, but the modern version from uh, Sonic Generations, because it's well put together it and is it's usually it's I, it, after playing through song of generations for a second time it became probably my favorite modern stage to play through and the music is nice as per usual in a sonic game man i found i feel like a freaking elementary like a third grader trying to describe their favorite food <laughs> <from a movie. laughs> i like it because it looks good and sounds nice uh, look <laughs> Honestly, Crisis City Act 2 from Sonic Generations, it's like one of the best, in my opinion, Sonic songs ever like written, I think. It's also like, what if you took a thing that was interesting and compelling in a game that was not exactly airtight, and yeah. you just like fixed most of it and made it a more <laughs> like concise experience so you get to kind of enjoy all of the pomp and circumstance of crisis city without all the commitment yeah so i think that's like pretty compelling as far as calling it a good stage i i have a problem where for generations i can only remember act one uh because the part where the goal like flies away and then you have to deal with wind for the rest of the stage is like so so deep in my memory at this point that it like drowns out the rest of the the rest of that stage. Yeah, that makes sense. So Isaiah, what's that's your right? Third I'm next. Stage? Uh, that would be uh, Dragon Road from uh, Sonic Unleashed, the standard definition version. Ooh, um, fancy. And that's that's because this stage, I think, is first of all a lot better than the HD version. Um, wow. But it it's. It's a lot the better HD at being like... The version has a lot of bullshit in it. And the <laughs> stage is visually very nice. Yeah. But those spinning platforms <laughs> where, like, Dude, a yeah. slice of the pie is gone and there's a dumbass robot and, like, I get it away from me. He, he shoots rockets at you, but you can't homing attack him because there's, like, a gate between yep. the two of you. Just all the mechanics of the game that you're used to are all gone. Boosting kills you. Homing attack kills you. Everything kills you. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you wait for an opportunity to platform, the rockets kill you. 
Yeah. It's just a bad set. I don't remember any part of that stage except for that section. Running on the water is super cool. Running on the walls is really cool. That's like true. running up and down the little archways. Like it's a beautiful stage. And if it weren't for the the pie nightmare with the robots in the middle, like great stage, but sorry, go on as the, <laughs> the standard definition version of the stage is it doesn't have that that kind of thing in there where you're just very frustrated. Uh, instead it has sections of the level that you're like, well, this is hard, but I could go a different route and get fewer rewards. Ah, I really like doing better every time with the hard route and feeling like feeling like I'm cool because I'm doing a thing I don't have to do and eventually I'm gonna do it well. Would you say that you feel like a salmon going upstream to like become a dragon? Uh yeah. On the dragons. Yeah, but like road. like that but with a road. and i feel like because that whole game kind of has that vibe of like yeah well you could go the easy route and do pretty well you could go the hard route and like struggle but like through through doing it a few times you're gonna get better at it but i i there's a specific section in dragon road that i'm just like remembering and i'm like every time i got a little bit farther in that section i felt great and i just really like that do both versions have the like giant arrows that get launched at you? Um, no, maybe. S SD has it right. I that I remember it being in SD, and I cannot remember if it is also in HD. I do not remember what you're talking about. Uh, I like when the giant arrows get launched at you. In <laughs> oh, I Road. do remember what you're talking about. I don't think that's in HD. Okay, well, interesting. <laughs> so, this is the time for my third pick? Yes. Okay, so I went with Sweet Mountain from Sonic Colors, and it's 80% because of the palette of that stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is just, like, really, really warm pastel oranges and, and reds, Cake. and, like, a little bit of yellow. And, yeah, and just, like, the these beautiful hues... And then also drilling through cake is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also like the blend of like industrial and I don't necessarily want to say organic because like cake is obviously like a man-made uh, thing. Confectionary. It's Con- made of organic <laughs> material. Yeah, carbon? it like fe- it feels it's made like of carbon. <laughs> it's carbon. It's a carbon-based <laughs> cake form. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the concept of the stage was like, yeah, so it's a theme park in space. What is the theme of this park? Uh, cake. Cake <laughs> and, cake. and like, missiles. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cake. <laughs> M- Mr. Cake. <laughs> but, yeah, I like how it's just, like, you're having missiles launched at you, and then you're on a cake. Like, it's it's a funny juxtaposition to me. I like yeah. just how wacky the stage is. I like Sweet Man. So what's your number two stage, Charlie? My number two is Aquatic Capital from Zero Gravity. I wanted to try to stay as sonic-y as possible with this, but I thought a Zero Gravity stage would be cool. And it's like, it's usually the one I go to the most. Like, in particular, I like the last stretch where you're out in the open. And if you're a fly character, you can go off a ramp and go through the rings and go above the fountain that you would normally turn around. That's got, like, the giant water sphere in it, too, right? Yeah, I think it might be a sphere, not a fountain. But, like, it's still really cool to kind of get that perspective, and I kind of like the... 
I think there's like branching paths you can take towards beginning and it's it's like I don't usually think of that much but like I think it's a pretty neat stage to go through regardless yeah and like the water looks really good in that game yeah that's true yeah and like the slip and slide or like the water slide part of the level is really cool mm-hmm yeah it's a nice stage and if only they put it on HD console consoles that was kind of a missed but opportunity with zero gravity yeah, I think they tried to, like, recapture that with uh, Free Riders. And that that Oof. went well. Well, we don't I know mean, that yet. Yeah, we have no idea. That's true. It could have went amazing. <laughs> Isaiah, what's your second favorite stage? Uh, that's uh, Dragon's Lair from Sonic and the Black Knight. Dude, two dragony stages in a row? Yeah, I guess I just like dragons. Oh, my. <laughs> that's That's not even, like why I like them. I mean, I was going to bring up the fact that in Dragon's Lair you fight a dragon and it's rad. Yeah, uh, but that's like the third dragon you fight in the game, right? It's, or maybe it's, it's only the, the second, second one. Because you have the tutorial dragon. Yeah, there's tutorial dragon and then like optional super boss dragon. Those yeah. are the two dragons, which I think is cool. If Wait, you isn't have... there a crystal cave dragon? Uh, Honestly, no. Uh, the You fight the dragon in Dragon's Lair, I'm pretty sure. They wouldn't call it. <laughs> There's no way a Sonic game would have such a silly thing as having a dragon's. Hold no, on I mean I think second. I think you just fight dragons like a lot of, uh, or not a lot, but like a few times in that game. No, you only fight two of them. Are you sure there's not a dragon? Anyway, Dragon's Lair is cool. <laughs> what I really like about it is the like the first time you go through it. Uh, uh, maybe maybe I am actually genuinely confusing it with Crystal Cave because I they're very like sort of similar aesthetically, uh, but there's like uh, there's a bit where you're you're like going sort of in and out of caves, uh, and like it's super cool and you get to sort of rush and fight enemies and all of that, and then later in the game you go back and there are entirely new set pieces uh, where you're like riding an electric dragon. Uh, and then you get to fight a dragon, and I'm just a, I'm just a huge fan of all of the set pieces that it offers, and the music's rad. <laughs> In addition, it is In Black addition. Knight. That's true. I'm trying to look up right now if Crystal Cave has a dragon. In it. <laughs> it's Dragon's Lair is a cave where the Earth Dragon lies. Earth Dragon is absolutely the boss. That implies that there are other dragons, though, right? Uh, well, let's see. No. <laughs> no, there are no other dragons. <laughs> anyway, okay, I thought there was a dragon in that one, but maybe I, I'm, I'm maybe pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's just the two. Um so Dragon's Lair, it's cool. You love to see it. But let me tell you about another stage from Sonic and the Black Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My second favorite stage is Camelot Castle. I for one love that like you meet people in the section like they're just a bunch of townsfolk and oh, they're yeah. like fun looking and it makes you feel like you're actually helping someone by doing all of your stupid Sonic bullshit. <laughs> and when they talk it, you can hear it in your Wiimote. Well, well, that's neither here nor there. But I do also <laughs> like how the stage is full of these sort of like various gimmicks like very castle things like shooting giant arrow. Well, they're not called arrows. Are they called ballistas? It's a, it's a crossbow, isn't it? Well, no, but the things they shoot that are hooked up to ropes that you, oh, like, yeah. ride along. Are those ballistas? I don't know anything about medieval weaponry. 
I think they might be ballistas. <laughs> Anyways, you like ride a rope into a castle and you like climb up a wall with your sword and you do all these like cool castle-y Sonic the Hedgehog things and it's it's a very fun time. There's a there's a bit where so you you ride a rope into a castle, but you shoot the rope into a statue that falls and knocks down the wall to the castle, which is how you get in. Yeah. Uh which is excellent. And then after that, uh, you you go into like the castle sewers and like get get trapped in like uh, like gates. You have to like cut them open with your sword. Yeah, it's good there's, stuff. There's all kinds of neat little here and there's about about the castle. It's a wonderful castle. Okay. It is your favorite castle. It is, <laughs> as they say, a Camelot castle. I sure came a lot. <laughs> That's okay. So let's move on, Charlie. What's your number one? <laughs> My number one is a Sonic 06 level because, of course, it is. Uh, it's Wave Ocean, and I do enjoy beach levels. It's really kind of just an HD version of Emerald Coast. Well, I guess not really because Emerald Coast is, uh, at least the way it starts, it's a lot more modern because there's like a hotel on the side. But yeah, I mean, this one's got the nice cabanas on certain sections, and it's got a nice lighthouse. I guess Emerald Coast also has a lighthouse, but. Um, I I do feel like it was meant to be a sort of, at the very least, like wink to Emerald Coast. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And especially with I the mean, whale. aside from the high speed section, I really don't hate this level. And like, you don't ever actually play this level as Silver, only Blaze. And oh, that's right. It's like the only one of the only stages where you play it entirely as a different character, right? Yeah. And story-wise, it's it's got a good place in the story for um, Shadow, so I like playing that level with him especially. It's also got like the running on water, which always feels fun. Yeah, running on water is always a, a win. It's more for sliding me. on water, right? Because in that game, you don't like actually run. He like does the right foot forward thing, right? Yeah, if you wanted to run water, they'd be more Kingdom Valley or or uh, Dragon Road from Sonic. Anyway. I mean, you got it. The Sonic Rush stages (laughs) where you can run on water. That's true. That's the best running on water because you get to run into wooden planks. We we do love wooden planks. (laughs) Uh, my number one. Oh, there you go. Oh no! Did you have a thing? No, I was just gonna say Isaiah. What's your favorite level? (laughs) My number one is Asteroid Coaster from Sonic Colors. Do you, do you like the giant statue of Orion that glows green and yellow? I like um, space. Is this a is this a bit because that's actually Starlight Carnival? No, I just don't know the stage names from Colors. <laughs> <laughs> so something you got to know about me is my favorite thing about Sonic Colors is the fact that you could, you just run in open space. That's, yeah. that's one of the reasons I really like Starlight Carnival, even though those sections don't have any interactivity. But Asteroid Coaster goes, yeah, you're in open space, but also you're in a roller coaster, and sometimes you want to jump off of that roller coaster because it's going to explode. Um, <laughs> you know, like they do. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you're, like, homing attacking between asteroids, which is super cool, and sometimes you're running, like, along like you're running on top of planets or like around planets uh and sometimes you're going inside facilities which is fine um Um, technically in all sonic games you're running around planets uh, actually the whole game of sonic unleashed is about running along a planet well no but i I just mean that like 
Well, yeah. You're always... No, I understand, but there are much smaller (laughs) planets here. Oh. They're they're tiny. Planetoids, then, huh? Uh, Planetesimals. Planetesimals? (laughs) No, that's the term. (laughs) No way. That's... that's (laughs) I I took astronomy. (laughs) Oh, yeah? What's your birth sign? Sagittarius. (laughs) What about it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's like you. I'm gonna. I'm. You, we need to go. You need to have like an astronomical tussle after class. Astronomical. Astronomical. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It's like arm wrestling, but you're In yelling space. about space. Gigantamax. <laughs> Is that what the planets are called when they're too big? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was just a just dumb a, Pokemon reference. Charizard gets so fat that he has his own gravitational pull. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a yo mama joke. All the fat is in his head because of his stupid dragon ego. <laughs> uh, but yeah, plus the music slaps. It definitely slaps. Is the other thing. Plus, that's the one with, with Frenzy in it, which is the best uh, wisp power. Wisp power. Wisp power. My favorite stage, possibly in all of Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> is Sandy Drift's from Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Which is which funny, is because it's not a Sonic it. stage, technically. <laughs> <laughs> but it like looks like a Sonic stage, kind of. I guess, it's in a sense like, that like a, old games had the checker pattern, and this one has a checker pattern, too. Yeah, and it's like a desert-themed stage, and it's got, you know, sonic It's It's kind of like a Sonic 3D Blast stage, a little bit. Ah, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> okay. So that's, as like a this is, that's the wrong era of game, but that's fine. <laughs> as a as a race, well, shut up. You fucking picked like things from generations, so fine. Anyway, so the the bit here is that the stage opens up with like three a, like complete right angle turns, which are really fun to drift through when you perfect the drift because it feels like you shouldn't be able to make these turns, and all cars aren't supposed to move that way, and that's. You know why it's more rewarding when you do make it through and then it's also got like a couple of neat places where you can skip by boosting over these like tiny gaps like there's supposed to be a hairpin turn but you can actually like cut through the uh the gap between two parts of the hairpin turn and then there's like just a bunch of nice sections of of straightaways for you to be able to like boost and, and do things with items and stuff like that it's a very neat stage i like it a lot and visually, it's very appealing because it's obviously got the desert aesthetic, but then it also has, like Charlie mentioned, the checkered board pattern on some of the roads. And it just, like, it, it's a very concise stage as well. It's a, it's a very short one. A real fun time on time trial, I uh, must say. I hated that stage. <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> Learn to use the brake button. I don't remember anything about that stage except for that I hated it. Yeah, it, Charlie's right. You have to learn to use the brake button. The monkey ball stages are rough, though. I think that's the thing, is that I think simultaneously racing games are most fun when you have to learn to use the brake button. And also, I don't know how to use the brake button. It's uh, real easy. You take that little thumb of yours and you place it on the brake button. Are you telling me that the button, that the, the finger that I normally hit accelerate with, I have to stop uh, hitting accelerate? Nope. Not at all, actually. <laughs> because you accelerate with a trigger and you brake with a button. I believe. Sorry, I was I was thinking of Mario Kart. Yeah, that's because Mario Kart is designed poorly. <laughs>
uh, hottest take, <laughs> the Sonic and Sega series is better than Mario Kart. So I'm interested in hearing our viewers' top five Sonic stages. I know we constrained ourselves to the 22 games that we played uh, this season, which might be like too much to, to necessarily ask our viewers to keep track of. So I'm just interested in, uh, and when I when I say viewers, I of course mean listeners. Uh, because we are not a visual medium. You can always look at the thumbnail art that I make. <laughs> That's true. It's it's good thumbnail art. But yeah, I wanna I wanna hear what your your top five uh, stages are. You should tweet me, uh, or I guess email us. But if you tweet me, then I'll see it, uh, which is ideal. Where can they tweet you? Oh my god! <laughs> this isn't me trying to plug. I actually like want to know. I, I you wanna... can tweet us using the twitter handle at the at no spin dash zone yeah there's not a the in the twitter handle it is at no spin dash zone and we will gladly (laughs) retweet and like and and tell your friends and whatnot and you can also email it to us but like i feel like that's a little less interactive socially like we'll be happy to read your email no doubt about it but Uh, please please tell us why uh our picks are terrible yeah, if you want to shit on the Super Monkey Ball stages of Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, be my guest. <laughs> it, it will be, Steven's response will just be, you're not good enough at the game. Yeah, if you don't like that stage, it's because you're bad at it. <laughs> so now let's go down the list the of rabbit our... hole. Yeah, let's <laughs> uh, talk about our, our top 22 games of this season. Oh yes, at number 22. We have Sonic 4, Episode 1. It's like Sonic 1, but worse. It is the worst Sonic game of this season. It's It's got potential to be the worst one ever. It's oh, just very I, uninspiring. I, I think as far as like Sonic games that Sonic Team worked on, it might be the worst one. Or was it Dimps? Well, they both ostensibly had a hand in this atrocity unfortunately uh what's our favorite song from our least favorite game that's a good question (laughs) it is it is in the season finale decisions yes uh, but i am dead okay (laughs) it's mad gear zone act one which I don't even think I heard because I never got that far. (laughs) (laughs) Did you play episode metal? Because it's in that too. Uh, I played episode metal, but I forgot that as soon as I played it. That's fair enough. It's just like the only song that isn't complete garbage. I feel comfortable saying. Yeah. It's got, like, some fun little melodies. It's a little intense, and I think that it actually makes okay use of the instruments in that game, which are otherwise pretty unacceptable. It's difficult to come up with anything redeeming to say about this game. (laughs) Speaking of not being able to find anything redeeming about the game, number 21 is Sega Superstars Tennis. Oh, boy. So, like... This game doesn't have the world's greatest theme song going for it. And instead, it has me just asking both of these two if we could make the song that we like for this game, Let Mom Sleep. Could you stop playing with that radio, Lord? I'm trying to get to sleep. 
from Jet Set Radio. <laughs> I, I really didn't want to have our favorite song from a game be a song that's not from that game. But we were tired. But I had to concede specifically for Sega Superstar Tennis. Because like Charlie said, we were tired. Yeah, I, I was mom, we needed to let me sleep. There is also like not much going on in this game in general. Yeah. It's it's think, real tough to parse out. I think that's the only song in our list that is not from the game that it's in, right? What? Okay. Oh, yes, okay, I know what you mean, and yes. Except this is most for, well, spoilers, I guess I have to edit that <laughs> no, out. Oh, you did it. Okay, so there, so there is another Yoda meme. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Thank also, you. as a fun note about this game, Charlie, in the back of his car, has a copy of the Wii version of Sonic and Sega Superstars <laughs> oh Tennis. Oh my god. And back every time, car. every time I ride in his car, I, I bring it up to everyone else who is in the car. It's and because I just it. it's because I bought one for the podcast, but I couldn't find it, so I bought another one, which isn't like a total detriment because it's like three dollars. Yeah. yeah. But like, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll give the spare one to Isaiah, but then I forgot, so now it's just sitting in the back. <laughs> yeah, I describe it as his emergency copy of Sonic and Sega Superstars. <laughs> it's not Sonic and Sega; it's just Sega. It's like a Scott the Waz bit right there. In your in the back of your car, you should always have a first aid kit, like a extra pair of clothes, and a copy of Sega Superstars Tennis. Yeah, and a box of cereal and a case of uh, <laughs> what is it? What's the cola brand? RC. Yeah, RC cola. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you gotta stay hydrated and entertained. It barely entertained. And barely hydrated. My car um, doesn't even have a CD player. <laughs> I also, at one point, want to take that copy of Sega Superstars Tennis and rip it in half, and I would like to record that if, if I uh, can get Charlie's permission. I would like to say if our anecdotes last this long between every game, we will be here for several hours. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot we were only two games in. Go ahead. Okay, at number 20, we have Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games in Beijing. And Wait. Is it Beijing? It's in Beijing. It's not part of the title, but I figured I had to specify it anyway. Oh, okay, cool. And we just picked the athletics 110 meter and 400 meter hurdles. For that one, because... I mean, the music in it isn't terrible by any means, but we were also tired. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that song is a semi-banger. <laughs> it gets... Three out of five slaps. It's not as good as the other <laughs> Olympics. I mean, yeah, the whole game is just like a... It feels like a trial run for what will eventually be a series of, like, not bad Olympic games. Yeah, it, it's also the game that had, like, the weird... If you go into the museum or the gallery or whatever it was called, you could just play Mario Party minigames that aren't athletics-based to unlock trivia about the Olympics. Yeah. What a weird-ass game. <laughs> okay. The next game, number 19, is Sonic Rivals, the first one, with Death Yard Act 1 being the song. I just don't care about the music in a lot of these <laughs> older ones. 
I also, like, don't care about Sonic Rivals as a whole. I Going into this, I thought it would be cooler than it was, and it was very underwhelming in nearly every capacity. Yeah, that's, yeah I that's don't know why I bought pretty... a Vita other than, wait, I mean, PSP, other than to play Crisis Core, which I'll probably forget to play anyway. Yeah, there's also Dissidia. That's true. I'll forget about that, too. I enjoyed Sonic Rivals, but I will equally enjoy not playing Sonic Rivals ever again. <laughs> Honestly, like my mood for most of these games. <laughs> Even the really good ones. Like I think I think Sonic Rivals, specifically that game, uh, is is fundamentally the same experience as uh, considering playing a video game and then not. As if you never played a game at all after you played it. <laughs> You're like, I, I, some time has passed, so that's cool. What's number 18? <laughs> number 18 is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games. Ooh. And we picked Dream Bobsleigh as our favorite stage two. <laughs> as their favorite music, which is just the special stage from Sonic Heroes. It's a nice remix, and by being a remix of a Sonic Heroes stage, it means it's better, especially in, like, Isaiah's ears, I guess. I do... It, it is true that basically every time a song from Sonic Heroes uh, is just made a second time, I like it more than the first time. So, a little fun fact about our, our list here. I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but the way that we make these is we each come up with, like, our own list with one being the game we like the most and 22 being the game we like the least. And then we average our scores and, like, the lowest spot, you know, takes first place. So because of that math, sometimes we'll have games that have a, a tie in scores. And Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games and Sonic 4 Episode 2 were the first tie, if you're going from uh, bottom to top. I think both of those games are games where it's like, yeah, this is this is not really fun, but like I can see the potential for it to be fun. Yeah. I can imagine a world in which this is good. And with the Olympic Games, we, we did get that. That's true, yeah. Because later London came out. But yeah, so that's uh, what I have to say about Sonic of the Olympic Winter Games. Well, since you said it, number 17 is Sonic 4 Episode 2. I don't know if anyone of you guys want to say anything more about Olympic Games Winter Edition. No, I'm done thinking about it forever. All right, Sky Fortress Act 1 is a good song from Sonic 4 Episode 2. That's how I feel. I really like that song. So I'm, I, w- I want to say something positive about the Sonic 4 soundtrack because in addition to Sonic 4 Episode 2 generally being a, an improvement in the soundtrack, uh, there's something that that series does really well, which I just want to like respect, which is how uh, all three acts have music that are very different from each other but still incorporate like the same motifs. Uh, and I know that that's, that's generally a Sonic thing, especially a classic Sonic thing, but, like, if you, if you go back to the, the Sonic games that did that, which is mostly just Sonic 3 and Knuckles, they tend to just do the same song, but with a few instruments missing for Act 2. Or they would do the same song, but the tempo is higher. 
And Sonic 4 takes it a step further and goes, oh, no, 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 we've got a motif that is recurring throughout all three songs, but aside from that, the songs are pretty different from each other in a lot of cases. And I, I just think that's neat. Yeah. Even if the music itself is maybe not so great. Yeah, not incredibly impressive. <laughs> in general, Sonic 4 Episode 2 is like obviously just a market improvement over the first episode, but... it I feel like if it's there's still a... still Sonic 4. If there's a yeah. linear progression in quality, I want to see episode three happen, and for it to like finally be good. It's yeah, a little late. Knuckles. <laughs> it is it's a little quite, late. Yeah, I, our palates have been poisoned by Sonic Mania. We can't go back. That's, <laughs> That's very true, true. Yeah, but we haven't played that yet. Yeah, that game doesn't exist as of Freedom this Planet. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Sonic um, before the sequel. Uh, game. Number 16 is Sonic Rivals 2 with Mystic Con Act 1 as the song. It's another Rivals game, and I guess it's better than the other ones. This is the one where, like, the cover art has all the Sonic characters looking really disgruntled in a way that they have never seemed on cover <laughs> art before. In a rather uh, interesting angle with Rouge. <laughs> Eyes emoji. Eyes emoji. <laughs> Sonic Rivals 2 is just a lot harder than the first game. And, like, not any more rewarding for it. Yeah. I guess it's a little more rewarding. There's, like, more characters and clothes to unlock, but, like, you're never going to get there. I also think the music is a downgrade, but I'm just Good. salty about the first stage in the game. Yeah, it's got that song. It's like, Yeah, that's that's pretty much exactly how the song goes for four minutes straight. It's like, it's real weird. Everything is weird in this era. Hit us with number 15. Sonic and the Secret Rings with the song How It Started, High and Broken. Uh, those oh. are two songs. Oh. <laughs> so, to clarify, this is, I guess this is the time to mention that we have done something different with basically each of the the music setups, because in the first generation, there obviously weren't any vocal tracks, so we, just, well, I guess besides Sonic Boom, but like, for the most part, there weren't any vocal tracks, so we just kind of like gave each game one song, except for Sonic 3 and Knuckles, which we counted as two separate games to sneak in some extra songs and then <laughs> the next generation we gave the the big budget titles that have several vocal tracks we pick like a vocal track and an instrumental track and this time a lot of games only have like one or two vocal tracks but some of them have enough that we decided to pick two songs one instrumental and one vocal but then we also have <laughs> I don't know why that got me. <laughs> a top three um, vocal songs for the entire generations that, generation that we'll be doing at the end of this uh, this rundown, let's call it. But Sonic and the Secret Rings has a bunch of vocal tracks, many of them that sound like Limp Bizkit songs, so we figured we'd pick one instrumental and one vocal track for that game. So the instrumental track is High and Broken. And the vocal track is how it started. It started high and broke. That, That's well, me. 
that. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, oh, no. It's funny because neither of these songs are at the beginning of the game, so neither of them are how it started. I feel like Sonic <laughs> and the Secret Rings is a game that gets more fun the more you play it, but I just can't. <laughs> I think Sonic and the Secret Rings is the kind of game that gets better when it comes out a second time as Sonic and the Black Knight. That <laughs> is certainly true, yeah. Uh, I think Sonic and the Secret Rings is really pretty. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> At number 14, we have Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Our favorite vocal track is Dreams of an Absolution. Or favorite regular song is Wave Ocean, The Inlet. Dreams of an Absolution is Silver's theme, and it's just like the, the crown jewel of how Silver is the best character who was released in the worst possible situation. Yo, it literally took me until like a month or two after we recorded an episode on Sonic 06 to hear that song. <laughs> and I heard that song and I was like, all right, well, this is the song I'm going to be obsessed with for the next like month and a half. It's like, it's, it's way really too good. good. It's like more good than it has a right to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really and, into that song. And then Wave Ocean, the inlet is the song that plays during the like the, high, the high speed, speed section, segment. Yeah. Yeah, where you're just running straight as Sonic. And it, it's al like... it also plays in the glider section for Shadow. Oh, neat. I didn't know that. It's a, it's a real nice upbeat song. Makes you feel like running. It does make you feel like running. Sonic 06 is a wild, wild ride. <laughs> and I feel like it also, in terms of our list here, it marks the spot where we transition from like games that are definitely bad to games that have like a lot of redeeming qualities. Yeah. And it is 100% both of those things. <laughs> I it really like I feel like there's so much of that game that I can't tell if you were like, "Well, all you have to do is fix this and this and this and then the game's better." And how much of it is like, no, you have to basically reconceptualize that game from scratch in order to make it better. Because yeah, so much of it is is flawed, like, systematically, or systemically, I should say. <laughs> but then so much of it is just like, haha, the loading screens take forever. <laughs> yeah, like, if you fix the loading screens, I feel like a lot of it would be more tolerable. Yeah, but, like, it still isn't the best. No, it's not it's no Sonic Adventure 3. <laughs> Speaking of Sonic Adventure 3, what's the 13th game on our <laughs> list? Uh, Sonic Adventure 3, the lost game. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? Uh, number 13 is Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic <laughs> Games. Yeah. And we chose the Dream Trampoline Grace Crazy Gadget remix for the song. It does seem like every Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games game is better than the last, and I hope that trend continues, because I want to see in our next season that to be in our top five. Oh, yeah, that's that'll be weird. <laughs> Honestly, I can't think of like what it's competing with at the moment, <laughs> so it might it, it very very well might be in the top five. It's a pinnacle. Yep. It's a dino. It's a pinnacle. It's a okay. 
Mario and Sonic at the London Olympic Games is a pretty solid entry. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have an amazing time with it, but like, it was fun and silly, and that's all you can really ask for it. I like it. Yeah, it's got some. It's definitely got some like great mini games, like volleyball. Holy shit, volleyball! Yo, that volleyball is great. That volleyball is like, like seventy percent of the way to like the kind of sports game Nintendo would have just sold as its own game at that same time. <laughs> like like Nintendo Superstars of Volleyball. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I think you mean uh, Mario and All-Stars Volleyball <laughs> Transformed. All right, let's 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 move on to number 12. Number 12 is Sonic Colors for the the Wii. The Wii. Wii. We picked Terminal Velocity Act 1. Which is funny because it's a very late game song. It's a really, really good song, though. It's great. Earlier we talked how much of a Bob Astrid coaster is, but oof, compared to Terminal Velocity, mmm. I mean, really, the whole soundtrack is really strong for me. Yeah. But I think Terminal Velocity is the pinnacle of it. I'm a real big fan of the Wet World song. <laughs> the Wet World song, Aquarium yeah. Park. But that's not what we picked. I, I like uh, Wet World Zone Act 1. Wet Boys, what is it? What, Sonic Adventure DX is Wet Boy Gets Mad. Yeah, that's the one that I <laughs> Yeah. I don't even remember what? when we said that. <laughs> That's just the plot of Sonic Adventure DX is that Wet Boy gets mad. I know, but still. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Steven, you're thinking of Chaos, the God of Destruction? <laughs> you fool. <laughs> He's not here, though. He'll, he'll never come back again. Except Sonic for, defeats Chaos of. with the power of forgiveness. Chaos is playable in three Sonic games? I can only count two. Yeah, I, I am only thinking of two. There's Sonic there? Battle and there's Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Isn't there? Battle. He battles. <laughs> he's a he he's a he battles. He's a wet battle boy. Alright, number eleven. Number eleven <laughs> is Sonic Unleashed HD PS3 360. And we picked Jungle Joyride Night. I should I should uh, clarify for Sonic Unleashed specifically, we picked one day song and one night song. Yeah, it got real weird this time, guys. <laughs> it's the the soundtrack is huge. First of all, there's day like two night. versions of every song. Yeah, and many of them are really good. And maybe a tiny spoiler alert, but there may or may not be three Sonic Unleashed songs that get mentioned during the this episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah so the, the night theme that we picked was uh, Jungle Joy right and I believe Charlie that was your pick right yeah it's really good yes it's a great respect any wham uh, the <laughs> next how you, song how do you spell that word it's W-H-H-E-M it's H-W-A-E-M you're right we got number 10 is Sonic Colors DS and we just picked special stage for the music because that's like the only unique song for that version (laughs) 
I'm gonna I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go off. The special stage song is the only song that's in the that's not in the Wii version, and it's not included in the Sonic Color soundtrack, and that's a travesty because it is such a good song. It's an absolute banger and a half, and I'm I'm mad that it is very difficult to like listen to in any official capacity. Do you think the DS stands for Dimps Sonic? <laughs> Why not? I think it, I think it stands for <laughs> Deschel Stage. Does that mean <laughs> that in Sonic Generations that just means three Dimps Sonic? Three Dimps Sonic. <laughs> that just sounds like a, a weird third eye blind parody. <laughs> <laughs> or three door, three doors down, three dog night. There's a lot of threes. Yeah. What's with the, what's with the number three preceding a uh, two things? Uh, it's a rule of threes, Charlie. Yeah, if four would be too many. Two would be too little, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. And one, why even list the number? We like colors more on DS than we. It's a really good dimps game, and you can't beat that. I think I was the only one who put colors on the Wii higher than on the DS. Yeah, we can take a look at the data real quick on that. Um, yeah, I put it just above the DS. Yeah, that does seem to be the case. All right, number nine, Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood, and we chose the Metropolis music. Which is funny, because none of us actually got that far when we played it. (laughs) I think I got to Metropolis. You're probably right. I think I also (laughs) got to Metropolis. I didn't. The thing is, is that the music in this game is the weakest part of the game. Yeah. It's 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 that. It's like the the music is so so bad that one of the songs that we were potentially going to pick as the best song in the game <laughs> opens on just like like a gorilla trying to figure out how to play a xylophone <laughs> like using a handsaw. It's the soundtrack is very very bad. <laughs> but the thing about Metropolis is that it's just like an industrial song at the beginning. So like the gross metallic clangs just sound like what's normally in that genre of music occasionally. So like it works. It works better. And then there's a melody later on that is not as aggressive as most of the other songs in this game. Sonic Chronicles, man. What a what a ride. Yeah. Best writing in a Sonic game. I would love a sequel. You <laughs> will never get that sequel. <laughs> no, but I would love it. I'd, I'd say Sonic Chronicles has the best writing in a Sonic game. I would agree with that. Something. Number eight. <laughs> uh, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. We picked Rogue's Landing, the Skies of Arcadia level for the music. Uh, I like this more than they did. <laughs> yeah, this is your number one, right? I think so. It's a it's a good game. I think it's pretty good. I think for Isaiah and I, it was like uh, just above our line, like between the bad games and the good games. But yeah. that's just because like Isaiah and I are not good at that game, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we we did sort of talk about like you are a lot better at the game than we are, and I think that contributes to either enjoying it or, in our case, not enjoying it so much. Because I feel like, I feel like for me, I enjoy a racing game most when I'm barely winning. 
And the problem with that game is I was not barely winning. <laughs> you weren't even barely losing. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was like keeping up with Charlie at a certain point, and you're just like, I don't, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I was like, hey, how many racers are there in this race? Eight. Uh, which place am I in? Eight. Cool. Uh, what a what a game! <laughs> it's cool though. It's a fun yep. game still. Like I would definitely, if somebody was like, "We're gonna hang out and play a racing game and like, like just shoot the shit or whatever," I'd be like, "Okay, I'll I'll pick it up and play it. Let's do it." Uh, but if somebody was like, "What game do you want to play out of a list of games?" and that game was in the list, I would keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Okay, uh, what's number seven? Sonic Riders Zero Gravity with Through Traffic as our favorite song. Sonic Riders Zero Gravity is the Sonic game where aliens are canon, and it's not Sonic Colors. Sonic Colors aliens are fake news, in my opinion. It was uh, aliens. I would like to point out Shadow the Hedgehog aliens are canon. Oh, you're right. But it is yeah. actually bad in that game. And I, I think Aliens being canon in Sonic Riders Zero Gravity is amazing. It's the biggest... It's like straight up Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z. Because <laughs> I, think, I think the canon established in Sonic Riders is great, and I don't think it's ruined by making them aliens, like, retroactively. No. But I do like, think it's, like, like, so totally different. 100% bananas. That, that, that makes it enjoyable in its own right. Yeah, no doubt. I like it. I want, that's the, uh, we need to play Free Riders so that I can be like, now we're going to do something even wackier than that. Yeah, which is actually ride a real hoverboard. Yeah. As human beings. Yep, good uh, what, video what, game. Uh, what's, what's number six there? <laughs> well, you seem like to be in a hurry. Uh, number six is Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, the first one. And we just picked the main menu theme. It's like the only unique song, but it's nothing special. It's it's just a nice groove. It lets you know that you're playing Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, and what more could you want from a song? It's, It's really good menu music. You know how there's good menu music and bad menu music? Yeah. This is good menu music. I like how there are three racing games in a row. On our <laughs> I did list. I did notice that. They're all clumped together. With uh, the original... No, uh, never mind. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. So that brings us to the top five. Top five. Well, five, we've got Sonic Unleashed Wii PS2 version, which... <laughs> It, it it somewhat <laughs> baffles me that it beat too. the HD version, but like, what am I? What do I care? Uh, we picked Dragon Road Day as our favorite day stage music. This was Isaiah's favorite song. It's a good one. Uh, yes. From Sonic Unleashed. I believe that is true. I do really like a lot of songs from this game, though. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, if anyone's asking, my favorite song from Sonic Unleashed is Apatos Night, which is like the overworld theme. It's like it's like the only slow Sonic song that I have a particular affinity for. I think. I think what gets me about Sonic Unleashed is that 
in a lot of ways the gameplay of the HD version is better than the SD version, but like the systems are a lot better in the SD version yeah. that like encourage behavior that is more fun. Yeah, there's like less to be worried about in the SD version. The SD version is like uh it's like your your child wonder. Your childhood wonder and the HD version Your childhood is... wonder of having a game on the Wii. Yeah, and, here, and the HD version is chores. It's doing adult grown-up chores and, like, yeah. realizing that you have to pay your taxes and you need enough coins to, like, actually, you know, get to work in the morning, get to fuel up the car. But also the graphics are better. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's really pretty chores, which, which I can get down with, but not in Sonic, I think. I don't know. Sonic Unleashed HD is still a strong game. It's just, like, it's, like... It's like a Faustian bargain, you know? Like, you want the pretty graphics <laughs> and, like, the higher fidelity, but, like, at what cost, really? And and there's more polish as well, like, just and, in general. And there's more game. Like, there are way more levels. Yeah. Yes. What's number four? <laughs> number four. Number four. Number four. <laughs> we picked Sonic Generations the console version. And we picked Mission 2, which is, I think it's the quick, is it, it's the quick race and balloon park mix, or is it just the solo balloon park? I don't remember. I think remember. it's the mix? We're going to say it's the mix. I think it's, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I don't know. I just wrote down what people told me. The Sonic yeah, Generations so. is great. Sonic Generations is a fine installment in the series. I really like Sonic Generations uh, mechan- mechanically, visually, and auditorily. Uh, but in terms of writing, it makes me depressed about the Sonic franchise. Oh, <laughs> ain't that the truth. It goes, what? hey, you remember all these characters? They're never going to be important ever again. Did you guys remember when Classic Sonic was a mute, but Classic Tails could talk? Yeah. You, re- you remember you remember when these characters had really like interesting conflicting motivations and interacted with each other and you got to see from their perspective and like see a different version of events that made their actions make sense uh, well now they say hi to you <laughs> at best did you gain weight <laughs> yeah they call you fat all the time <laughs> I forgot they fat shamed young Sonic <laughs> forgot about that part holy shit but that's okay so basically i'm mad but it's a really good game but it's okay because song generations 3ds is number three with the menu one music which is again just a remix of a sonic hero song so isaiah can tolerate it it's here's the thing the menu theme from sonic heroes i think is mediocre is that the one that goes? Yes, that's the one. the The version of it in Sonic Generations is actually top tier. I don't remember it specifically, but I do think that that game was really fun. That's true. It's like Sonic Rush, but if it was a bunch of stages that were canon, <laughs> instead of a bunch of stages that were in a different dimension. Yeah, this guy gets it. Or maybe the future. I don't know. 
It, no, okay, they're definitely in another dimension in Rush. It's just that Blaze might have slipped from her dimension to the real human future, or perhaps she slipped from the future to a different dimension. Who's to say? Who freaking knows? Or maybe they're just two completely different places, or maybe Sonic 06 isn't canon. Who knows? Uh, right, or maybe Rush isn't Who's canon. to say? I will say the Sonic Rivals 2 does establish that Eggman Nega is from the future. Okay, yeah, and that game's super canon, right? That's true. All right, hit us with the number that two. That game where you can take a picture of someone and turn the... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> number two is Sonic and the Black Knight. I don't know why I enunciated it that way. <laughs> uh, for our favorite vocal song, we picked Night of the Wind, and for the regular song, we picked Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Uh, Sonic and the Black Knight is the best Sonic game. I know we have... I know it's number two. We have a number one afterwards, but sorry <laughs> to, to inform you guys. The, the number one is the best Sonic game for this generation, but Sonic and the Black Knight is the best <laughs> Sonic game ever. It's, Apparently. Okay. It's, it's amazing to me because, like... Like, not ten years prior, they were like, what if we gave Shadow the Hedgehog a gun? And it was a hilarious failure. And then they were like, what if we gave Sonic a sword? And I love it. I think Shadow the Hedgehog is hilarious, but I would not describe it as the most fail- failure-y of, of the Sonic outings. It's certainly not the worst Sonic game of all time. It's better than Sonic 4 Episode 1, that's for sure. The cutscenes are so strong. <laughs> I don't know about that. Are you kidding me? The opening cutscene to Shadow the Hedgehog is the best cutscene in Sonic history. Yeah, the opening cutscene. No, okay, but, with the Sonic Unleashed opening cutscene, though. It's fine. All right, well, agree to disagree. The point <laughs> is, Sonic and the Black Knight works way better than it has any right to. Yeah, it's like a motion controls Sonic game <laughs> that does not a pair of things that should work. Yeah, but, like, its presentation is excellent. It's like difficulty pacing is really good. Um, its music is top notch. Absolutely. Every uh, single song has like soul poured into it. Even when you're just like navigating menus and like options and stuff, there's like a different song for each menu that you navigate. And it's sword fighting but fast, which is cool. I like it. Hit us with what a number it? one. What if there was a sequel to Sonic and the Black Knight called Sonic and the Black Aliens? Okay, go ahead and hit us with number one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> number one hold on, is... No, hold on a second. Uh, it's a 44 caliber. <laughs> okay. Okay, hit us with the number one now that I got Number that one is the only game we haven't mentioned, which is Sonic Rush Adventure, which is interesting. It's the best Sonic game that came out in the past 10 years. It's true. Uh, What's our favorite song from it? I don't think it came out in the past 10 years. Well, in the context of, okay, of this okay. continuity. It's, well, it's Plant Kingdom, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's Plant Kingdom. I really like... I really like the way the game encourages playing stages again and, like, doing, doing better and, and like exploring all of the systems of the game. Yeah, through like a non-linear material encouragement thing as opposed to like just strictly the grades. Yeah. 
it's it's nice that there's like several sets of systems that all reinforce the same like effort to improve and you can you can give your island a balloon and a dinosaur and a dinosaur which is probably better than a balloon to be honest there's all kinds of cool shit you can put on that island and it never ceases to amaze me I think something that we, we we didn't really talk about in the episode, which is that the filling up the island is not really like a matter of customization, right? It's not like here's a thing you can put on your island. It's here's a thing that is on your island. So like there is like a you can tell how much of the game you've completed by how much is on your island. Yeah, like how gussied up it is. And and I like that. I like it when games do that, even though it technically it's less customization it like feels cool that you can like measure like your game's completeness with the with the prettiness of the environment you're in yeah mm-hmm. i also really just like how you get to go fast like, that's also fast. that's also true the word rush is very cool for like a sonic game title yeah they should make a third one I know, I know. Like every game that we've liked, I've been like, "What if they made an additional game?" A third one, specifically. Yeah. A third. Except episode four. A yeah, third. Sonic, Sonic Chronicles, the the third Dark Brotherhood. There's... Well, Sonic Chronicles is is a like, it's a narrative sequel to Battle. In That's anyways. true. Yeah. It's got gizoids and whatnot. It's got uh, well written characters. Turkey yes. gizoids. Turkey Gizoids? <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't expect that one. Alright. Uh, and that's our that's our top 22. Um, listeners at home, uh, please tweet me. Tell me I'm wrong about this list. <laughs> you specifically, not, not anyone else. Uh, tweet me not at the... Isaiah Games. That's I-S-I-A-H Games. They don't want to hear Isaiah's the fall guy. I am the fall guy. <laughs> If if you're like I can't believe you put Sonic I can't believe you, you didn't put I'm I'm looking for at a bad game to, I can't to believe Sonic say. Rivals 2 didn't make it to the number 2 spot. I mean obviously yeah. Sonic Rush Adventure does deserve the number 1 spot, but number 2 <laughs> damn well should have been Sonic <laughs> Rivals 2. That's a great bit. You know what cuz I cuz I could see some Sonic Rivals 2 fans out there. I can't see them. They're transparent. All right. Well, so the next the next thing we have is we're gonna say our top three vocal tracks, yeah? Yeah, correct. So, who wait? Who wants to announce that? Announce? Who wants to present that? Uh, I can I can do that. Go for it. Shoot. So number three is a new venture from Sonic Rush Adventure. You know the game we were just talking about. Yeah, this would be the uh, title theme of that game. It's the only vocal track in the game, which is the, the kind of the whole reason we're doing top vocal tracks instead of best vocal track. Anyway, it's really good. It just gets you ready to go for an adventure. It's very, like, it's exciting, but also chill at the same time. And I'm a big fan of that. You're, you're just like, it's just feeling good, the, the music. It does sound like the theme that would play for a Sonic Vacation movie. Yeah which is what the game is. So perfect. Yeah, it's absolutely perfect. Uh, and number two, we have Ungravidify from Sonic Rider Zero Gravity. That's the one. Other than Earth planned. <laughs> Fight against God's will. Oh. And also there's aliens. 
Yeah, exactly. Genies aren't canon anymore. No, genies are just aliens. I feel like this song is like peak. Uh, like, this song marks the end of the late 2000s. <laughs> it goes, hey, we did it. We finished the entire decade. Here's a song that encompasses that decade's, like, like music in, in essence. Which happens to be cribbed in, like, a fringe sonic entry. <laughs> <laughs> What's more 2000s than Sonic Rider Zero Gravity? I, there's gotta be something like but. like one of the least like thought of Sonic games of that decade. Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> no, Shadow the Hedgehog is definitely thought of. Oh no. Well, no, he's saying it's the most 2000s you're thing right, ever. You're right. You're right. It is also very 2000. <laughs> What's our number one? Probably number one song of the generation. One, oh, that's that's. I don't know. I I think. Anyway, our number one is Endless Possibilities from Sonic Unleashed. Bowling for Soup. It's a really good theme. I think it sort of also has the new venture vibe of it being, like, really feel good. But it 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 isn't, like, a vacation instead. Well, no, there's, like, way more gravity to it. Yeah. The new venture is, like, very frivolous. <laughs> yeah. It's also just like every section of it's a mega banger. Yeah. It has no weakness. I found out it's not entirely Bowling for Soup. It's specifically just Jared Reddick, who is the lead singer for Bowling for Soup. Yeah. But I believe that the rest of the song is just like in orchestra. And then like... No. It's like a rock Reddick, band. It's guitar. Jared Reddick like plays the... Well, Jared Reddick plays the guitar and does vocals. Oh, Okay. But I don't know, like, if the, is there like a regular drum set, or is it just yeah, the there's percussion a drum set? It's segment? a regular drum set. Are you sure it's not just the percussion segment from like an orchestra, though? No, it's it's a drum no, set. No, I don't think there's any orchestra in it. There is an orchestra version during the final boss. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I mean, I know that I know for a fact that Jared Reddick is like the one that does the. Steve, you might be that, thinking of there's an uh, independent. you might be thinking of mashups between the orchestra and the original song. Uh, that what? They're, they're, what, would that have, what would that have to do with like Jared Reddick being they, the only member from Bowling for Soup that's in that song though? That you could listen to on YouTube on a channel that is sensible. I say it. Stop. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. You can't plug a thing that you don't want people to look at. <laughs> I will release the link if you continue this bit. I all right, bit's <laughs> over. Oh uh, boy. Uh, so that's that's our top three vocal tracks. We didn't include vocal tracks, I think we didn't, from games where we also did a favorite vocal track. Well, I mean, even if we did, I don't think anything from, like, Sonic and the Secret Rings would have beaten out these three. I mean, that's true. And, like, we know that Silver's theme is a certified banger, but we had to give something else to spotlight. Yeah, we, we, we gave it its due. <laughs> All right, uh, and now we're going to move on to the final thoughts section of the pot. That's the most organic way... <laughs> Impossible. Hold on. Do we want to give that a second take? No, just this is funny. All right. It's okay. It's the final thoughts section. <laughs> so, what have you guys finally been thinking about? <laughs> I'm finally thinking. <laughs> uh, I, I have think... a question for you guys. Yeah, uh huh? 
Uh, what's your favorite special stage that you've played so far? Oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like the one I don't Sonic know. Colors. I want to say I like the Blue Sphere stages, but I can't say that because I hate them because I have to never play them because I have to for look for a ring and it's awful. You could just play the game that is Blue Sphere. I have to unlock that eventually. What? No, no you can what? just you, you just can lock just... Sonic. Or, yeah, you just lock Sonic and Knuckles onto any. Oh yes, let me go not... grab the Genesis that I have. Well, you could uh, also you could also download a ROM of it, and that would be well, fine. I oh, meant just uh, unlocking in a Mega Collection. Uh. <laughs> well, anyway, um. I don't play ROMs because it's inconvenient. Alternatively, you could play Mania, where they're really easy to get to. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Also, but, ROMs are but I'm not allowed convenient. to play Mania. Yeah, that doesn't exist yet. You're allowed to play it. You just can't talk about it. No, <laughs> you. I thought I wasn't allowed to play future Sonic games. No, it's seen but not heard. Yeah. I mean, you just. I would just rather you not play it like a week before we go to play it. Is all really. Because <laughs> uh, okay, then, then you poison the water, so to speak. Lead a horse to water. Can't make a drink. Yeah. Uh, you Steven, can get it drunk. Steven, did you have a favorite? No, I hate all things. I, okay. I think that like the Sonic Colors special stage is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. The specifically the the DS one. There's not one in the Wii one. I don't yeah. think. I mean, there's there, the there Game Land stages, but like. Yeah, but those, those are, are actually bad. They're not bad. What are you Shut up. Okay, I will. They're fine. Out. They're You're canceled, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bad is too strong of a word, but I I felt like the level design for them, and maybe the bit is because they're sort of arcadey, and maybe I should be going for score, but I don't understand how to do that. I mean, even if you go for speed, they're still fun. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. They're just like simple, easy to play stages with low stakes. I don't know. Anyway, the <laughs> I'm fine with that. What's yours, Isaiah? Is it Blue Sphere? Uh, mine is mine is the Sonic Colors DS special stage. Okay, cool. Like it's when nice I to know. when I played that, it like blew me away. Then it's <laughs> unanimous. It's the best special stage. Moving on. Okay, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie didn't like that topic. What's your I final just thought, want, Charlie? We, we, we've been doing this for like an hour and a half. That's true. More. Yeah. It's been. It's a finale. Da da! Everyone, get out your party poppers. Da da! That's not safe. Pop. It's almost midnight. Da da! It's a add finale. the sound effect. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's not a play, popper. That's a blower. Play, play the air horn solo from uh, uh, the Pat uh, Babylon. Sky, Sky Babylon. Babylon. Yeah, Sky Babylon. Charlie, what's your final thought? I'm tired. All right. We have to. Once we get back, we have to play Sonic Lost World, and that's going to be a travesty. But at least we get to play Knights first. Ooh, woo. Get Don't hyped say for that. Knights. Three nights in a row, baby. Isaiah, what's your what's I'm, your final thought? They should they should make a game called Fortnite's. Okay, um, Fortnite's at Freddy's. My, <laughs> shut! Oh my God, Charlie, you had your final thought already. That thought is banned. It's a Steven, fake thought. Stephen, what's your final thoughts? I I'm thinking this is like maybe the the like highlight of a transition between Sonic's like. I don't know. It feels like the weirdest... It feels like the generations keep getting weirder, I guess. Yeah, I agree with that. And this feels like... it's. It feels as though we're at like the weirdest spot for Sonic, and then the next step 
is just a bad spot for Sonic. <laughs> there was, there's certainly been an identity crisis somewhere in here. Yeah, if not five or six. Somewhere around the time where he got a sword and turned into a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. There's like all over the place with the ideas. <laughs> I, I like how around Generations they were like, all right, we figured out the gameplay Sonic's going to have. And then Lost World comes out immediately after. Yeah, I mean, a little little bit of peeking behind the curtain, but yeah, I, I don't know how well Sonic goes from this point onward. <laughs> I, I genuinely have no idea, because this is, the, this is the, the, the part of the timeline where I actually stopped playing Sonic games. So we're, yeah. we're, in, we're in uncharted territory from here on out, and I'm actually excited. For me, that spot in the timeline was probably Heroes. I guess Shadow the Hedgehog, technically. Yeah. Ah, Shadow the Hedgehog. So you can find the podcast at the Twitter handle we mentioned earlier, at no spin dash zone, And you can also send us your emails uh, to the Gmail account, nospin-zone at gmail.com. We would love to read them. Your words mean a lot to us. Tell us how you feel on the inside. Yeah, I feel like this is this is the, these are the episodes that are the most like here are our opinions about a lot of things in quick succession. It's uh, also like here are our mind melded opinions. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm really interested in hearing other people's uh, counter opinions. And uh, where where can you be found on Twitter, Isaiah? Uh, I can be found on Twitter at Isaiah Games. That's I S I A H Games. And then what's that uh, other podcast that you're on? What's that called? Oh, that's right. I'm on a podcast called Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era, which is an actual play podcast uh, that takes place in the universe of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. It, it doesn't... I almost said a Forgotten Era. <laughs> uh, 80 years before the events of Birth by Sleep. Uh, it's a tabletop podcast, so it's like an improvisational... Uh, a real, real play podcast, as they're called sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and once again, it's called Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era, and yeah, they, it's really, can... it's really good. And I'm not just saying that because I'm in it, although I am mostly saying that because I'm in it. They can be found on Twitter at kh underscore afe, right? Yes. All right. Now, Charlie, where can we find you on Twitter? Follow me at Charlie is Horace, where I'll do something. Post a funny meme like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I like how because of the way you enunciated that it is not positive that there is a pun you might have just said Jeff Bezos' name that's the secret sometimes I might draw something but that's very rare like the rare logo alright so uh, <laughs> we're, we're taking a Sonic vacation we're playing the Knights games yeah yeah all right. Well, in that case, uh, good night. Bok bye again. <laughs> Bok bye or one, give one free. Yeah, that, yeah that, that was the, that was, I was, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for stealing it because I couldn't No, it's listen. okay. I didn't a put the A little tongue now, a lot of gex a while ago. <laughs> See you later. Gex.